tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Right Recorded live. Okay, sorry about this morning that I couldn't do earlier. I no, apologize. that's okay. That's okay. Um, no, I had an appointment and things got moved and I thought it was easier. My cat, so now my cat wants to go out, in, out, in, out. If I close the door, oh, it's just so funny. Um, <laughs> anyway, no, it's fine. Okay, good. But always, you, know you, you can always text me too. Never feel like, oh, you know, if you need an immediate answer, text me. Some, it just happened that I was reading my emails right then. But texts, I will always generally, unless I, you know, have my phone buried or, you know, I can, I can get to immediately. So um, never hate, hesitate to text if you need to. Anyway. Um, okay. So how's your week? Well, it's good. You know, can I, I got to tell you something. It's really funny. I get, I don't get nervous before our sessions, but I'm like, shoot, I didn't do nearly all that I was supposed to do. And I've decided I've got to give myself a break. Because last week, when I basically had done nothing as far as I thought, was the best session we had. Mm, So mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I just need to give myself permission to know that it's going to be really, really effective no matter where I am. Because I do think, um, well, I have lots to tell you, and I have lots to ask you. Um, Mm -hmm. But I do think that, you know, I'm finding small ways to implement. And just the fact even that the other day you happened to email me or I read your email at the exact moment when I was having really kind of, I can't even remember what was going wrong, but something was going wrong. And I thought, huh, I have the immediate ability to change how I think about this. Yeah. Immediate. Like, I'm just like, that's all. I saw your name. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I can totally change this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it was great. I think I may even have emailed you back. Yeah, um, yeah, you did. I wasn't exactly sure what you were referring to, but I Well, that was it. I was just having something okay. crappy was happening, and I was, you know, diving down the rabbit hole. Um, and I realized when I saw your name, oh, yeah, I forgot. I can do something about this. I don't have to go down this rabbit hole because I can just immediately decide um, that I'm going to change my thinking around it. And I, I mm-hmm. can't remember the circumstance, but it worked immediately. Yeah, and, it, and remember I was telling you that it's gonna when you have the awareness, it's gonna happen faster and faster, and soon it's right. gonna be within a moment. And and what's really cool about it is that you're not gonna go down any rabbit hole because right. you're gonna become aware of it in that moment. And then what's gonna happen is, wow, I have a choice how to look at this, and it happens faster and faster. And then you realize, oh my God, I am really in control and how I choose choose to see things. Right. And that's the real beauty of this work is that you're really exercising, you're learning a new skill, you're exercising a muscle that you're going to have forever. And, and, and it goes across the board for every situation you can possibly be in. So right. that is why I love this work so much as opposed to, um, quote, unquote, talk therapy. <laughs> right. I totally agree. Which, which does not do the same thing. You become very dependent on those sessions and, you know, 
this is what a da-da-da, and this is what it goes back to, and then you leave right. momentarily, okay, but then what happens when the situation comes up again or something similar comes up? Right. So it's, it's a very different, this really is transformational work. And yeah, I, sorry. Don't yeah, ask. no, it just, it just, it begins yeah. with the awareness. Yeah. And then uh, you get, when you get like really, and it's always, look, like I just told you before, it's never done. It's never complete. You're never going to be finished and saying, ah, oh, I figured this out. It's, nothing's ever going to go wrong or seem like I've gone off track or whatever. It's not going to happen. It's the nature of being human and having desires right. and wanting to change and evolve. Things are going to happen. But it's, it's very different how you choose to handle it. I mean, things are going to happen, but you know what? You can look at something from the perspective of these things are happening to me and I have no control, or, well, it's just a bump. Right, and I think you're breaking up just a little bit. Am I breaking up or is it oh, you? okay. No, let me just talk. No, Sorry. you're better. Now you're, okay. now you're really good. Um, okay. One of the things that I actually loved was your story about your moving situation because it just, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, it showed your own imperfections. It showed your own having to work through it as well. And you are, you're, you know, you're good at this. So I love that story, actually. Oh, I think you it's know, a great story. I, was, I, I was talking to a friend, a very close friend of mine the other day, and I was telling her, you know, sort of the difference between there are, whether it's coaches or whatever, people kind of in, in a similar field who kind of emulate this. This is like the formula and this is what you do, and this is how fabulous my life is, and don't you want my life? And to me, I'm really about authenticity. And to to have people see, first of all, there is no such thing as getting this done. And if I were to tell you that, I'd be lying to you. Right. And it wouldn't serve anybody. And I there, there's something about, I don't know, I respond to and I resonate with people that are teaching something or coaching or whatever you want to call it, and yet they say, listen, I don't have this figured out. I'm still working on it. It's still a work in progress. I'm still studying. I'm still practicing. And to me, that authenticity is really, really important. I was explaining to her. And I said, listen, I share things that I'm experiencing. One, because sometimes it's the best example of something. Right. To, and to see how I've turned it around and to see what emotions come up and to see what, you know, what happens. And those right. are the best examples rather than me giving you something hypothetically because it, it was very, very real and in the moment. And then also what, what you'll see is that you are going to have certain feelings towards something and yet you're also going to know, wow, this isn't serving me. How, how can I look at this from a different perspective? So right. it's, it's that in that moment, having the awareness mm-hmm. that, okay, I can deal with this. Yeah, I don't want to. Like you're going to right. third times, you're going to be kicking your feet and you're going to be screaming and saying, "But I want to be frustrated, or I want to be angry, or right. I want." Yes, I'm resisting <laughs> this. I know I'm resisting, and I know it's not serving you right now. I'm pissed. And right. Just to kind of let right. yourself be there, and then to say, "Okay, this is acceptance. Acceptance for what yeah. it is, and saying, okay, how can I, how can I get better out of this?'" So I, I think it's personally really important if it's relevant. I mean, I'm not just going to you know, blur it out and start <laughs> telling you all sorts of things, but if it's relevant yeah. and you're going to get a good example, I personally think it's really important. Yeah, and that um, was a good one because you can, I could even hear in your voice how emotionally powerful oh my God. that was, was for you. Oh, yeah. Still I mean, is, it's, it's still, it still is like a, like I'm still like, oh my God, but it's been sitting empty for six months. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So um, I get that. So, so I want I, to go back to wait before, so okay, before go. which is before we move on to anything else. You said when we first got on the call that you feel like you didn't do nearly as much as you either intended to or thought you should. And the writing. The writing. But I but I've had it's just been and I what I have to understand is that um you know, some things are not in my control. So, um, well, also, uh, also, here's the deal. There's nothing I'm going to tell you to do that you have to do. So right. there's going to be times when you're going to say, you know, I agreed to doing this. Because the next question I was going to ask you is, well, what, did you, what were you planning on doing that you didn't do and why didn't you do it? Because if there's any resistance to doing anything, I'm going to tell you not to do it. So if no, I'm actually excited. Mm-hmm. About all of the things, and you're you're getting blurry, you're getting fuzzy again for some reason. But okay, okay. Um, no, I there's nothing that you've asked me um, to do that I'm not really excited about. Like I'm real, so I want the time to do it. Like I want the time to write in my journal. I want the time to um, just sit and think. Like make up those stories, not make them up, but you know, tell those stories in my head, and you know the things that I want, et cetera. So it's it's more that yes, so far there's nothing. Um, it's more this sense of oh my gosh, I want to do it so badly, and okay. it just happened this week. You know, I'm dealing with a kid in Dallas who's not he's not feeling well. Avery who's freaking out in New York. Natalie who got sick. Then I stopped sleeping, and then but other good things did happen. So I feel like, um, whoops, let me, shoot, I forgot because I'm on the phone. Okay, this is my parents. Hold on. Hi there, Dad. Yeah. I got to call you back. I'm on a conference call. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, no, it's okay. Um, so, okay, as long as, as, long as you, you, this is something that you want to do, and I, and I know things come up, and sometimes you're just too tired. I mean, I know that when I was right. going my pre-reigns or whatever, and then sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, I'm really tired. I don't want to just go through the motions. So I'm better off just not right. doing it. Right. So, yeah, okay. I, just, I, guess I just wanted to clarify was, that. Yeah, no, definitely there's no resistance. In fact, all there is is, like, could everyone just get out of my way so I can do what I want to do? <laughs> that's my feeling. So, But right now, everyone can't get out of my way, so that's all right. I'm little, little bits and pieces are happening. Okay, so what is really interesting and what I find so fascinating, okay, so I've made some mistakes with this match.com, and I've made – so my mistakes have been, which have not been a big deal, um, uh, like I overwrote one person, I think, um, and then he oh, he had wait, over, overwrote overwrote like he had he had reached out to me, asked me something, asked me how I got involved with refugees, and I think I wrote a book basically, um, and then I never heard back from him, but I could see that he read my emails. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, no, and it doesn't bother me in the least. I'm like, you don't want to hear about my life? That's totally fine. Because guess what? It's either now, or if we were together, you'd have to be listening. But um. Did I tell you about the pilot? Uh, yes, you did. Okay. Well, the pilot guy who lives in Denver who's coming to yes. Chicago yes. And, and flies uh-huh. to Shanghai. Okay. Well, we have been in touch every single day. Um, I mean, you know, calls me from Shanghai when he's there. So, wow. Yeah. And, okay, so there's a lot um, – there, well, there's some really interesting things about that that I was thinking about. We've sort of we haven't met yet, obviously, um, since I would tell you if we've met. But we're going to meet this weekend. Wow. And, um, yeah, and he is incredibly open, incredibly like I don't know how we it made it was something that I wrote 
um, in an email. We, we first started connecting by writing really what I would consider letters versus emails because they come in an email. But I'm a big writer. I'm a big believer in writing letters. And, mm-hmm. and he is a beautiful writer. And somehow that's how we started um, connecting. And then we went to texting and then we've gone to um, hours of phone calls uh, and FaceTiming. But interestingly, um, incredibly physical, was in a sexless marriage, physical, sexual person. So funny that I should attract mm. exactly what I was thinking about. And somehow we, we have been able to talk about that, even though we also talk about, like, we may be and have absolutely zero chemistry, absolutely zero right, connection. Right, right, so you're being But we'll be great friends. Friend. Like, we could already tell we'd be great friends. So it's sort of like, okay, we've just now jumped off the deep end and gotten into it. He picked up on something that I said. I said I had a void in my life. Um, and I guess because he had the same void, um, he picked up on it immediately. And he asked me, he's very upfront and asked me about it. So just interesting. Um, I'm trying to stay open-minded because I, you know, my life has just generally been surrounded by people who are investment bankers and doctors and lawyers, not, you know, people who come out of the airport. Clearly very intelligent. I mean, he's got a master's degree in engineering and, um, and you know, flies huge planes all over the world. But just not normally the kind of person that I would meet. Um, mm-hmm. But powerfully like lines up on everything else. So that has been really great. What has also been great is having the opportunity, because there are now no boundaries in terms of what we've been discussing, which actually has been great, um, including the fact, as I said, that we may, you know, we, talk, we laugh and say we might meet each other and, well, we'll right. be good friends and I'll help you find another woman to date. Right. Uh, vice versa. Um, but there haven't been any boundaries around the conversations that we've had um, regarding just who we are and what we need and the piece that was m- most missing in my life in sex and what that left me. And so this is something that I want to talk about today, and you're going to have to tell me whether you're comfortable or not comfortable. We don't have to talk about sex specifically, but just something that I'm concerned about if you're uncomfortable. So you can just say, and me? No, no, not going there. I'm, yeah. Okay. No, I have no, I have um, no problem. Great. Okay, then that's going to be great because this is something. There is a. I do have a fear, not with him, just in general, and I need to. I need to conquer it. So that has been phenomenal. Like he's, you know, he he texts me every morning. He wants to. He and he's he is incredibly masculine. I mean, anyone who I think has been flying fighter jets and planes all over, but he's got this incredibly sort of feminine side in the way of being able to talk. So that's been really fun. So I haven't cared whether I've you know, blown other people off Match.com by mistake. Um, like maybe I think, okay, well, don't write, you know, don't write so much. So that's been really, really good. Um, really great. And I feel like I've attracted in all of these things that I asked for. I mean, mm-hmm. literally to a T. Perhaps not the, uh, which again, uh, the only thing that I am curious about now, obviously he's a very, very bright man, is will our intellectual sort of, you know, what he comes from a very, you know, different walk of life than I do, which is fine. I don't, but, you know, sometimes that different walk can can be hard to, you know, straddle the world, but who knows? I mean, I'll meet him. And, and I think we'll be great friends. And it's actually nice to have a friend. Um, and as I said to him, if I never talk to him again, what I've learned in 10 days feels like I've learned, known him. 10 years, given what we've been able to discuss. Um, but what I've learned in 10 days has been 
tremendous. So, like, you know, if he disappeared tomorrow, I'd still be very grateful that I had this experience off of Match.com, no less. Um, so that was great. Okay. Um, so here's one of the things that I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. I think I talked about a little bit about, and it, I don't remember exactly what we've talked about. So you know, as in a sexless marriage, um, mm-hmm. I I worked on Wall Street, um, in a very really abusive environment in the mid '80s, late '80s, where you know, sexual harassment that wasn't even a, I wasn't even like a word. Like people didn't even know those words. So um, I mean, I had at at one point, a boss who stalked me, who assaulted me, who, you know, you know, drove me to a, we were driving home from clients, um, you know, into an empty parking lot and really, you know, did everything but have intercourse with me. In the middle of the night, in a dark parking lot, I was 21. <laughs> um, at 21? Yeah, at 21, mm-hmm. 22 maybe. So young. So, and I'd always also you know, had grown up without a par- parents who, they were not very physically intimate with each other in front of us. Like, you know, you, I didn't see them holding hands or kissing or mm-hmm. anything like that. My mother mm-hmm. was like, here's a book regarding sex. That was it in your period. Um, so no one to even talk to about my own sexuality. So fast forward. So, you know, always sort of have, and I, this is going to sound um, obnoxious, but it isn't meant to be obnoxious, but always sort of had men after me. Um, not for my mind but just, you know, the package that didn't seem to include my mind for them. Um, go to business school, meet, and oh, and let me back up. Don't ever think between, you know, meeting, you know, like in my life before meeting my then to become husband at 25, I ever had a, a, a lover. Like who has a good lover in their 20s? I don't know. Are right. men evolved enough? So, okay, so that's that's that. Then I meet Matt who loves me for my mind. I mean, just absolutely. And and the physical stuff is good, not great, mm-hmm. but I'm so compelled because he wants me for my mind. Um, and then I sort of think, okay, well, we're going to fix this. You know, things will get better or whatever because we're in love. And, well, they didn't get better. They just got worse. Um, so I kind of feel like a sexless, you know, 50-year-old virgin practically. Um, uh one of the fears that I have is, um, okay, so one of the things that I did, with, and I, I just remembered this. Matt had to remind me because I talked to him about this the other day. Matt's my ex-husband. Um, he reminded me that when we were engaged, I said, let's go to a sex therapist because I could not have an orgasm with him. I don't think he was a great mm-hmm. lover, and I don't think we had a lot of physical chemistry, but I didn't know all those pieces. Like I didn't mm-hmm. know, I didn't know what was going on. Well, that that's what shut us down because he felt I was looking at it like we love each other. Let's, you know, sexuality is supposed to be a part of who we are as a loving couple. Something is not going right. I never blamed him with me. Let's figure this out. Um, that did not fly. Um, I must have blocked that from my head. Um, and that was sort of, I think, the shutdown mode uh, for him. But I also had been in a position, I think what has happened was I was so, you know, so blocked or putting up boundaries around me um, to self-preserve that they carried forward into our marriage a little bit. So, like, when, these, when I was 
fending off men or people that were assaulting me and harassing me. Interestingly, what I found out, the desk, the trading desk I was on on Wall Street, um, there had been three other women before me that had moved to different departments also for getting basically raped or assaulted. By, uh-huh. Yeah, so I didn't know this. You know, I just thought it was me. I thought I didn't know how to handle it. I didn't. So I think I put up a wall and um, would never let myself go, would never let myself. I, this is what I think. Um, orgasm with him, okay? So, like, I just couldn't, couldn't go there with another man again. Um, but I didn't have the words to really articulate it, and we didn't get into the sex therapist, or maybe we did once, and it didn't, you know, he just couldn't go back. So fast forward to X number of years later, and yes, I do have three children, and we basically, not to be crass, but fucked to get those children. Like, right. we had intercourse, period, end story. Like, it was like, get hard, I'll sit on you, mm. we'll have three kids. Um, the rest of our marriage was wonderful. I mean, you know, we were, but, you know, we were best friends without this intimate piece. So that's, I'm never going back there again, ever, 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 which has been why it's been so incredible to talk to this guy, Dan, the pilot, um, about it because I'm just never going to go there. But what I fear is that I'm going to get in a relationship with someone and somehow, so like I've got this built up fear in my head based on what happened with Matt, like, oh. I can have orgasms. I know that. I can masturbate. I can have organs. That I'm going to somehow, this block is going to come up with another man. Now, your last week, we discussed fear being in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a fear, right? That's, that's not the present moment. That's not saying, oh, I know this is going to happen. So I need a way to, um, to, not ha- well, I need a way to not have this fear. Mm-hmm. I need a way to allow myself to experience my body the way I should and want to, mm-hmm. desperately want to. Mm-hmm. I need a way to say it's okay just to let go and to be. Um, so I need the law of attraction to, like, mm-hmm. I love your idea of, you know, surrendering or the power of deciding or I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. But I, like, you know, it's really interesting right now. My heart, like, I'm, like I can feel like I'm agitated um, because I so desperately want to have a loving relationship that includes all that I want physically. I, and I am, the other part of me is that I am an incredibly physical person. Like, I touch all the time. I mm-hmm. hug, I touch. Um, you know, I I'm, love holding hands. I think I married a man who wasn't, because, and I'm not just talking sexually, like just, you know, you know how some people just, you know, they walk down the street and they hold hands. Other people would never do that. Or mm-hmm. they might, you know, you know, walk by you in the kitchen and touch you. That's who I am. Mm-hmm. So all of that I want. I want it all. Um, and I don't think I'm selfish for wanting it all anymore. I used to think, okay, I can't have it all. So what am I willing to give up? And in my marriage, I was willing to give up the physical and I don't think I have to do that anymore. I think that I would rather be alone than to just have pieces and, and have other pieces of me die. So what I need to do is not get into bed with a man and go, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to be able to. And I don't worry about performing. I can give. I'm not a good receiver. That's the other part of the problem because giving is so much easier than receiving. Um, receiving, to me, it puts me more in a... I don't know. I guess maybe it's just it's backlash. So I need this is well receiving is is worthiness. Receiving is deserving. There's a lot of there's a lot of 
charge around receiving in general. I mean, that's that's one of the that's the the basically the third part of the law of attraction is well, it's the second part, but it's the third part that's the most difficult. So it's ask, receive, allow. Receiving okay. is is basically saying that the universe is delivering. And it's received, it's there, it's waiting there, it's floating in the ethers, and it's allowing it. So receiving and allowing is, is kind of like, it's, it's the energetic equivalent to, to receiving something, is when you allow okay. it to come to you. So there's a lot of charge around that, and there's, and there's many reasons why. You know, we're kind of told you're supposed to give, you're not supposed to receive, it's selfish to receive, because there's a lot of connotation, but that's kind of... That, that's a very different way of viewing the world than we do in law of attraction world. Right. Um, and I feel yeah. like I'm amazed that the universe, and I really believe, like, man, this guy showed up. This guy showed up who is ready to give, who just is ready to explore my sexuality with me, who is ready to explore who I am as a person and a woman and loves mine, loves, you know, all these pieces. I just need to be ready to, like, I've now been handed on a silver platter, for whether it's a week or a year or the rest of my life, I have been handed on the silver platter exactly what I asked for. Mm-hmm. Now I just need to take this next step and be able to, um, uh, you know. Well, there's a couple, um, of things, a couple of things that come to mind with what you've said so far. The first thing is, is, to be able to get in a place where you can let go of expectations because you're way, you're like three steps ahead of yourself. Okay. First, meet the guy. <laughs> right, 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 right. Meet the guy, see if there's a the chemistry. You know, yeah. you're already going to the end and just saying, oh, my God, what was that going to be like and bringing your past into your future. So you right. already kind of have that charge around what what happened in the past is going to happen, therefore it's going to happen again. It's going to be in my future. So yeah, I need to lose that. If because. you can just let go of all expectations whatsoever and okay. just be open to whatever it is, okay, that's the first thing. It's to say, wow, this, I'm a different person than I was back then, and my right. awareness and my conscious level is much higher. So yes. I'm not the same person I was back then, so why would I think I'm going to have the same outcome? Now, that's kind of like the intellectual side. At the intellectual right. side of the brain, you can say, okay, yeah, I'm a different person. The other part of it, and probably the best thing you can do, is visualize the outcome you want. I mean, you, you've already kind of been practicing doing this. You've, you know what this guy looks like. You've talked to him enough. You have this thing. Just play it out in your mind and play it okay. out how, how it feels to be around him, how relaxed you are. Oh, my God, I'm so relaxed. I'm so open. This feels... Amazing. Just play the whole thing out in your mind so that it's going to feel very, very natural to you. Or you'll, you'll get into that space instead of having all this anxiety about it. Right. You've already, you've already gone through it and it's like, wow, this is really what it could be like. This is how fabulous it could be. Or maybe first time, not so fabulous. You know, it's not right. so fabulous the first time or the second right. time or whatever. I mean, you're getting to know somebody. Yeah. Um, that's that's really what to do. I mean, the, the the practice of rehearsing something is incredibly powerful, and it, okay. it's, not, it's not to say it's going to play out that way. Right. But if you can imagine yourself in that situation as the person you want to be, it's going to be very easy for you to step into that. Yeah, and I think that what you're right is that I am a different person. 
I am bringing the anxiety forward. I am so different. I am so, um, I mean, even the fact that I can have the conversations that I'm having with him, which I think is great practice. That's why I'm like, if 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 he disappears tomorrow, I have just gained even more. I have just learned even more about myself. Again, this person, you know, I was handed this man. Um, in a marvelous way. Like, I just, I can't quite believe. I mean, it is, yeah, I just, I can't, well, I just, I just love this law of attraction thing. I mean, quite honestly, it is everything I wrote about. It is everything mm-hmm. I want. Mm-hmm. It, it may not be when we meet, but that's okay. I don't care. Um, because this is just the first step. And, and, it I, might, I don't, and it might be even better. Yeah, and it might be even better. It might be even better. Um, uh but it is amazing to even, so just the fact that I could talk about this and have the conversations and know myself well enough, but I, I, I yes, I like, you're right. I, what I am doing is I am bringing, I'm bringing the past into the future and I don't need to. I can leave the past in the past. This, yeah. is, why, this is why I don't go to therapy for this, because you know what we'd be doing? We'd be yes, hashing out yes, the yes, past yes, exactly. over what and happened, over and over this? again. And then what happens, what happens that you activate it? Yeah. You reactivate it whenever you put your attention on it. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I don't want to do that. Um, I, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to bring this past forward. I love who I am now. I love who I'm growing into being, and hope to continue I would to grow. I would really get into the. I'm so excited about this new, this new experience I'm going to have. Right. Just even if you just that alone if you just say that alone to yourself yeah i'm just so excited to see you know what it's like to really be present with somebody and be you know just that kind of thing just um yeah but just channel channel the, the nervousness and anxiety into excitement and into wow this is a whole new experience yeah you and, know what i actually have something that you said last week which I just is exactly what you're saying right now. Um, find my pages. I need to go back. Um, but it was um, oh, um, putting things into motion instead of being in a place of wanting, go to a place of excitement. So wanting, what I'm doing now is wanting it to work. Like I'm holding it up to aggressively an idea mm-hmm. um, versus, as you said, being so excited about having this opportunity to be just. Well, even well, in yeah, the you, you, you also set yourself up for disappointment, right? When you want to so wanna... badly, and then this is how yeah. it has to show up. Yeah, you go I, in I, to open to this experience and say, "Wow, this is new." You, you can even say, "This is new for me on every level," right? And don't expect so much of yourself, you know. And and okay, so it's the first time. It's it's not the best experience. It doesn't it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean it can't develop into something. Right. Right. Yeah, it's, I like that. Um, you know, most times it's 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 a there's a knowledge. There's, I mean, there's so much that goes into a good physical relationship. Yeah, exactly. And I do know that, and I do appreciate that. And um, I think I have. I mean, I've been you know, wrestling with this for years in my head um, and uh, and don't want to be disappointed. I just want to, I want to be able to live the way I want to live. And so, yeah, I want to, so this is something that we will probably have to work on 
just just the message, you know, just the how I'm going to be around this. This, right. is, this, right. this issue is not, I mean, this, this conversation won't go away because um, yeah, this, I think this will be something yes. that yes. we will talk through um, because I'll probably need to remember. So, okay, so I'm going, to, I'm going to practice rehearsing it in my mind. I could even write it. I could even write this. Well, either um, one. I mean, both is really powerful. Okay, you, we just yeah. want to get into the feeling of, wow, I can't remember when I felt so comfortable with a man. Oh, my God. Just really exactly how you'd like it to play out. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What else did you say that was really good? You said, so, oh, um, uh, oh, well, just I love the piece about just being a different person. I'm a different person. Um. So I don't have to bring the past is in the past. The past can just stay in the past, and that this is all new, and so it's okay. And then I can I can use my power of deciding, right? Yeah. I use power yes. of deciding in this situation, um, and course. also a little Absolutely. bit of and also a little bit of surrendering. Just like I've got tr- you a know, lot, I'm doing my piece. A lot of surrendering. Not okay. a little bit. A lot of okay. Surrendering, surrendering to the outcome. Surrendering to how it has to play out. Surrendering to your expectations of what, you know, it's just be so open. Even, you know, I even want to go back and not necessarily challenge, but you, you even said, wow, this is a different type of person than I'm used to. There's, and I understand that because I've, you know, I've, I've been involved with people where I just said, oh, my God, you know, well, this person is like, this is what they do, and this is who you are, and this is who you you always saw yourself with. You've got you've got some resistance around this, and even though you're you're acknowledging it and you're saying, um, yeah, I know, you know, this is this is what I'm used to. When he's a little different, the, I can hear it. There's some yeah, no, concern, I feel it. There's I, some concern yeah. and resistance to it, and I would just say that you never know how the whole thing is going to show up. I mean, many times, right. look, you may be attracted to someone who looks completely different than your quote-unquote right. type. Right. You know, and then it's like, so how, wow, I can't, I can't believe I'm so attracted to this person there. Yeah. Uh, my type is usually this. It's the same thing in terms of what they do. First of all, if he's, look, you said he's got a master's degree. He's, yep. he's accomplished. If he loves what he does yep. and he has passion and he's happy, yep. that is yep. so much more important than yeah. whatever investment bank he works for. Well, exactly. I mean, I mean you know, because the investment bankers didn't work out. So. And I well, also exactly. Think, so what do you do with, what do you, and I don't tend to be a preconceived notion person, but it's just funny how, um, and I have found, and I'm, I'm, I would willingly, you know, I'm obviously shared that with you, but I don't want to have preconceived notions. Um, I want to. Well, it's a story. Want, it's a story is what you're saying. Yeah. Preconceived okay. notions is a story. It's another way okay. of just saying okay. this is a story I have about who I should be with. Okay. And this is and the reason so why. And you, and you can justify it. You think you can justify it, but you really can't. Because right. strip all that away and you're two human beings. Yeah. And he travels. Yeah. And, you know, for someone who has that's a life experience, which is really what... I mean that's really what you want. Yep. Well, exactly. I mean, I don't I don't need um I don't I don't need the money. 
I mean, I mean, I'm sure he's got a, he makes a good living. I mean, Pilot's doing what he does, makes mm-hmm. good living. But, um, you know, it's not like I'm looking to, okay, i got to put three kids through college and, you know, barely feeding myself. That's not the situation. So I think you're right. I love that. You strip everything away and we're two, two human beings. Um, and we've, we've, we've connected in a pretty profound way, um, which I really like. I mean, I've never been with, I've never been with a person who is single who is so open, uh, you know, who is available, I should say, um, completely available, who is just also so incredible, who is living the way I'd like to live. Or maybe we're pushing each other to live, you know, to, to mm-hmm. actually live out, you know, put into practice and put into action our words, certainly. Um, you know, in terms of being open, being authentic, being honest. And I had said to him, I will be... 1,000% honest, because I don't want to backtrack if we become anything, even if we just remain friends. I don't want to backtrack and set a precedent. Like, mm-hmm. I'm an open book. You take me or you leave me. You're like, it doesn't matter. You don't, you don't like me? That's totally fine, because I'd rather figure it out now than mm-hmm. figure it out in two years. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I am who I am. There's not going to be any um, shadowing or covering up who I am. You're going to uh-huh. you, you, you know, what you see is what you get. And what you hear is what you get. And um, the only thing that I told them I might do is defer to having a conversation in person versus via phone when you can't see someone's eyes. But um, mm-hmm. so, you know, okay, I, I, you, a number a number of years ago, I dated somebody for a couple of months. It was a, it was a long period of time, and we were kind of introduced. We we met in a sculpture class together, and um, it was kind of it was sort of like a setup, but he didn't know we were being set up. It was like. It was a funny situation, but anyway, that's beside the point. We ended up dating for a couple of months, and you want to talk about someone who looks good on paper. He was one of the top criminal defense lawyers in New York City, worked on all, like, the big mafia cases, which actually is not a turn-on for me. It's kind of a turn-off, but, you know, very, very accomplished, made a lot of money, was also the most talented sculptor in our class. Wow. Also played in a quartet. He went to Juilliard. And was like one of the in a quartet and an accomplished musician. He would sit on his night table. He had like five books that he's reading on like astrophysics and whatever. Like, oh my you know, God. one of the most accomplished. Um, we had a strong physical connection, but I have to tell you, one of the most boring people. Other than <laughs> all that, just it was. He didn't get me, and I. He didn't have a extra sense of humor. I think he was very corny. He was kind of like this. You know, I, I was kind of bored, and I remember when he actually ended up going back to his old girlfriend, which who she was also a criminal defense lawyer, and they ended up getting married. So it was one of those. But I remember having this conversation with him. It was very surreal. We were sitting there, and he was telling me, "Oh, you know, you're so great." And the snap, he's going back with her, and all of a sudden, I had such clarity. Yeah. And I was just like, you know what? You strip all your titles. You strip right. all all your and it's funny because what, what came out of my mouth was not a mean, it was not mean, it was not whatever, but it was like, I just got it. And I said, yep. you strip all your accomplishments and you have no idea who you are. You are nobody without these things that you've accomplished. And, right. I, and I actually said something to him, but it, like I said, it wasn't mean spirit at all. It was just like we just had this moment of like, I had this clarity and I told him and he agreed with me. He was like nothing without this. And I wow. remember thinking, it was an incredible, first of all, to me to realize that these, these titles and these accomplishments mean nothing. Yeah. And also 
the fact that when you're stripped down to basic human beings, you can have the most soulful, insightful, interesting, engaged human beings, and you know what? They can be delivering the mail. Right. I'm not kidding you. It's just... It's for whatever reason, this is what, when I lived in Laguna Beach, California, there was, I was friendly with the mailman. It was so funny because Laguna is such like a small, small town kind of thing. And I used to joke about it. Oh, there's the doctor, there's the mailman, there's this, there's that. And the mailman was kind of like this, we became friendly. Like, we, I think he wanted to date me. We kind of hung out. I was like, I, I just couldn't because he just wasn't. Right. But, but he loved his job. He's like, yeah. I just walk outside of Laguna Beach on the ocean, like, on the ocean in this town, I get to see, I see all these people every day. I'm outside in this beautiful place. It's great hours. It's this, and it was like, granted, he wasn't enough for me because I need right. so much, much more engagement. He was happy and for the right person. Yeah. You know what? He's going to make a great match. Yeah. So yeah. keep that in mind when, and I know, and I know you're not really stuck on this. I could, I could already tell that, that it was just, look, you're aware of how, you know, what you're used to and you're acknowledging it, which is great. But just say, wow, you know what? Who knows how they're going to show up? Yeah, yeah. Well, and it, I don't you know. know. Maybe this guy has a ton of family money. I mean, you don't even know. Right. Like, right. <laughs> well, and he's, he is an interesting person. I mean, he certainly is interesting. I mean, his mother's French. He spent his summers in Corsica. He's, you know, he's, an, well, I mean, we'll see if I find him, you know, I mean, we, exactly. we can talk for, right. for right. hours, but it's, it is. It is interesting. The the preconceived. Um, you know. It is, and I love that. It is a story. Um, so remind me what we do with our stories. I mean, even my my fears are stories, right? It, that's well. That's, now it's just that it's just that it's just a story. There's no okay. facts. There's no factual basis to it. Okay. Story even, is a story that we've created, and some stories we hang on much more tightly than others. Usually, the ones that are created when you were a child. Right. Those are, because those are ingrained in you and those come from an outside source. And it's like, oh, my God, this is my identity. And I, who am I without my story? If I let my story go, I don't know who I am. Yeah. So even if they don't serve us, we hang on to them so tightly because it can, it can explain our behaviors. It explains our choices. It explains why we, we do something or don't do something. You give that up and it's like, whoa, now I have to take responsibility. Look at that. So some right. of them are ingrained. Some of them are just ones that, that we just conveniently, you know, conveniently use now to explain something. But you can change a story at any time. So is the whole fear around being in a physical relationship with a man and my being able to let go, is that it's a story? It's a story? story based on what your experience was in the past. Okay. It's a story saying, I've had this experience, therefore this is who I am in this situation. Okay. As opposed to, that was a situation unique to itself at that one point, and it doesn't define who I am. Okay. Okay. And I like with that. The right, with, with the right partner, I have a totally different result. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we can, we can okay. change and change and create stories all the time. The thing is, is identifying what the story actually is. Okay. Have I identified that's, the story? That's, that's, did I identify the story in terms of your pa- yeah, like? Well, would you say yeah. like, but but yeah, like because now I can change. Now, I mean, I've identified it enough to be able to say that's who I was then, and 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 that was unique. Yeah, to that and situation. I have some concern that because uh-huh. because of this situation, I have some concern, but it doesn't dictate who I am now going forward and my future relationships. Okay. Okay, I really like that. Yeah, this is. So I mean, that's basically than... what this work comes down to. 
You want it in a nutshell, that's it. Yeah. We define ourselves, we define our life by our stories. Yeah. And you can look at any area of your life mm-hmm. and you can figure out what your story is. Because your story is going to tell you, the results that you have in your life are going to tell you what your story is. So you can actually mm-hmm. back into it. Right? You can say, You can say, what's my story about, well, relationships are obviously because we're just talking about that. What is my relationship towards... My, what is my story about my health? Mm. What is my story about my financial situation? Right. What is my story... And you're still looking at it, so I say, okay, what is... So there's health, there's relationships, there's money. I'm trying to think of the big ones people have. Um, just my work... What is right. my what is my story in terms of work and what I'm capable of doing and not capable of doing? So you look and you see and it's someone that struggles. Yeah, struggles I like to, the work to, one. We might have to do that sometime. Like, even though I'm not on the other end of a paycheck, it's just what I get involved in and what I do. And sometimes, sometimes I do have stories around that. Um, I yeah. know that. Oh. Um, so awareness yeah. of that is really key, and you can back into it and say, okay, well, what are my beliefs about this particular subject? What are my beliefs about my health? What are my beliefs, you know, is it because my, um, I have this running in my family, you know, I have, I'm, I have a propensity for these diseases or this or whatever, whatever the things you can say. I mean, I'm very fortunate in that I grew up in a progressively healthy household, and I always believed I was healthy. Always, right. I was healthy. I always believe I am healthy. I it, it's just it served me. But there are other people that are very sick as a kid, and you say, oh, they got a weakened immune system, or this, or my ancestors. Wow, well, they didn't live to be very old. Still running that story twenty four seven. Even if you're not hmm. aware, aware of it, it's operating in your subconscious, and you better believe that person is going to manifest all kinds of illnesses to make that become a reality. Oh God. So, yeah, I better check out my health stories. <laughs> well, just say what you know. What what do you you know? What are what what do I what would you say right now? I mean, you don't have to answer this. But say what would you say right now is my story regarding my health? And then you just say yeah. you know you can either come up with a phrase and then you can say okay, what are my beliefs about what it takes to be healthy? Or what are my beliefs about my health? Or and then you start seeing wow, interesting correlation here. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. What if it has so whether whether it's whether it's it's marriage. You may have a story about marriage. You may have a story about relationships. You may have a story about love. You may have a story about your role in love and how you show up. And I mean, you can take any subject and really break it down if you really wanted to just say, okay, hmm, I'm not getting the results I want. I'm feeling a little stuck. Let's go in and let's let's let's, let's look at this. Right. Not not from a you know looking to the past and seeing where this, but. What are your beliefs now today? Because you know what? Your beliefs change throughout your lifetime. Yeah. And you could say, wow, I had a belief that I had when I was 16 years old, and that belief is no longer serving me. So you know what? What's mm-hmm. the belief that actually would serve me right now or is more relevant to my situation? That right. makes so much sense. Life. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Yeah, it's fascinating. It is. Um, it really is. And you can so see the correlation. Yeah. This is really good. 
Especially people that keep keep attracting the exact same relationship over and over again, and I wonder why. See, okay, I think, so this is good. I think I uh, attracted an entirely different relationship, including an entirely, a person whose path I never would have crossed in a million years if I hadn't done this match.com. Um, and I don't care if, you know, no one ever responds, you know, like no one ever writes me again on this because it just, I've had, I've had this one experience um, pretty immediately. And quite honestly, if I went back and looked at all the things that I asked for, it just checks the box. Now, does he, you know, does he show up in terrible clothes and eat with his mouth open? I don't know. <laughs> I thought, mm. uh, with your mouth open could be a deal breaker. But, you know, I, you know like, but, but all the important stuff is um, all the important stuff that I asked for that has nothing to do with, um, you know, I think financially all I ask for is that you're sort of financially stable, not, you know, I don't care beyond that. Um, but all of that showed up in this guy. Mm-hmm. And again, I have no idea. I mean, we could see each other, but it's it's just interesting the way this person this person did well, show up. Well, yeah, yeah, the, the way they did show up, and the way you know for the for right now, even. I yep. mean, mm-hmm. Yeah. You you that you got this close as quickly. Yeah, that's that's telling you a lot about your alignment. Yeah, and it's really bizarre. In fact, as we were talking to him, he texted. It, he was literally taking or ten minutes from taking off. Um, oh. Fine, but um, yeah. Um, okay, I feel really good too. I'm really excited now about taking this other piece that sort of bogged me down and really trying to change how I see that, how I see myself, and letting mm-hmm. letting it go, and letting and and knowing that that's it's gone. It's not who I am. Not who I have to be. I don't even have to worry about it anymore because. That was then. This is now, right? Um, and uh, so you're meeting him next weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sunday. Right. So, so you know, you, you know, your work you have this week. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot, but I'm excited. I'm excited. In fact, I actually yeah. think, um, yeah, I think this will. Um, and this is also the kind of stuff I could talk to him about. I mean, easily, I could talk to him about it easily. Which is nice. I mean, talk to him about just, you know, my fears or my worries or whatever. It's nice to be able to discuss that with someone and say, I'm putting that behind me. So, you know, I'm I'm moving forward and you're either going to, you know, if we meet and we like each other, you're going to move forward with me or you're not going to move forward. Um, And that's okay. So, yeah. And maybe maybe don't make such a, I mean, yes, you can, you can kind of tell if you're attracted to someone. But even that, just be a little open to, wow, let me just take this all in. Let me just be present with this and take it all in and not say, oh, my God, you know, oh, wow, you're a little different. You you have to get used to someone in the 3D, especially someone that you've been talking to a lot, and just allow that. Yeah. Because people have to think, like, oh, my God, you know, they have such expectations. They've been talking to someone so much, and this is what you're going to be like. People are a little... um, you know, they're a little different 3D. You have to get used right. to it. Right. Yeah. That's a good reminder. Um, I'm just writing that down, actually. I, I will always go back and listen to our lectures, or not our lectures, but our talks. But um, that's true. It is different. 
Yeah, and I so, have to remember that. So, so and he has to remember that. Yes. Well, yeah, I mean, you can't, <laughs> you can't do his work for him, but... Yeah. Um, and, and what I would also do is really take the time and do the, do the visual, you know, do the visualization or the writing or both. Okay. Yeah. Okay, wow. Anything else we need to go over? Um... I think what last was the last time. So other than him, have you been doing any other? Yeah, I had a bunch of people. I had a bunch of people contact me that I did not contact back. I had a week of feeling pretty bad about not responding to people. Um, I had one you're not interested. I, yeah, just not interested. Like I feel like, gosh, they've made an effort to write these emails, and I just. But I was told just not. I mean, I think you did too. Um, I think you said you used to respond, and then you just realized you shouldn't. Um, so they really, they really, they really made an effort. Yeah, you know. Then I, then I could say, you know, thanks for contacting me. You know, I give them something. Um, but, think, but so you're not responding to it because you're not interested, or you want to see not how? Interested. Yeah, not interested really. Or you not really interested. want to see how things play out with with this guy? I'd like to see it, but I did talk to like I talked to someone yesterday or two days ago. No, yes, yesterday maybe. Uh, no, Saturday I guess. Um, who was nice? But um, I mean, I actually talked to him on the phone. His, his wife had died of um, Blue Garrick's disease actually, um, and. Um, you know, there were a couple of other people. Then the, the, there was one who I thought looked really interesting, but I think I probably over because I, as I said, I know he, I know he read my email, so maybe over responded to him. But again, it doesn't bother me. I figure, you know, what are you gonna do if they don't respond? They write back, and I can't worry about it. I can't make anyone do doing something. Um, so, and maybe maybe in time, I will. I did not try. I found it overwhelming at first. Um, now it's quieted down probably because I've been on there. Um, th- the first two weeks were just mm-hmm. completely overwhelming. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. God, now it's been very quiet, which is, is fine. Uh-huh. I don't, you know. Yeah, I was um, just curious whether you just decided, okay, I'm not going to engage with anyone until I meet this guy or whether... No, I, not I, really. I mean, I feel like I wouldn't ask the same of him if he was, you know, coming and meeting people. And um, I feel like I should... I wrote another person... Yesterday, um, but it's it's hard. I will say it's a little hard having. I mean, you know, we talk at least an hour every day. It's very hard mm-hmm. to be open to other people. I mean, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be, um, but it's hard. So it's in a way, it's good that things have sort of quieted down, and I've stopped sort of looking a little bit because um, I do want to see. And I'm not very good at juggling. I'm not very good at juggling yeah, my emotions yeah. and my connections. Um, when I connect with people, I connect pretty deeply, and and that connection is pretty meaningful. Um, I have no expectations here. I mean, it would be nice if something worked out, but I don't. I, you know, I think we have to meet each other, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, but it is hard for me to have these really profound deep conversations with the person and then be like, hi, you know, mm. thought you right, right. No, no, no. interesting. And, you know and, and I think you're right to have it play out. Like, well, you're close enough. 
with yeah. you know, you're meeting him that, yeah, why? Yeah. Otherwise it gets confusing. And but if someone were to contact you, you know, there's also nothing wrong with, um, you know, you deciding, oh, I'm going to keep everything open. I'm not, you know, right. I think decided. Yeah. That's so. what I sort of have, have done. I mean, I, um, a couple people wrote me, I wrote back and then they removed their pictures and like, even I'll, I'll tell you what, the pilot removed his, like he's now, you know, I had favorited him in my, in my, um, mm-hmm. favorites. And then I noticed he's, he's removed it. Um, I mean, he's not removed it. He's he's just fitting himself unmatched. Exactly. Yeah, he probably doesn't want people contacting him. Whatever. He's you know that's a good sign. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's yeah. Oh. I think I'll, I'll have a lot to report. I can't wait to hear about this. I'm very yeah. excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. I'm really excited. Well, you God, my God, like wow. Um, you certainly helped me through this one. So um, very cool. So when do you want to talk next week? Well. Here's my issue is I don't find out until, um, I, well, let, we could schedule. I'd love to schedule for after I meet him. Okay. Uh, versus, or do you think it's better to schedule before we meet? But here's my other issue is I don't know if I'm going to have to go to Europe. So okay. I'm hoping that even if I have to go to Europe, I'm going to try and punt and go after I meet him. I mean, I know he's going to be traveling back and forth to Chicago, but I really want to, I really, really, really want to meet him and he's coming to Chicago next week. So we could, which which do you think would be better, to talk before or after meeting him? It's really, it's up to you. It really, it's, you may feel like you want to talk before um, or or we can wait and, well, let's, you want to wait a couple of days and then get in touch with me? Why don't we tentatively, should we tentatively set something? Okay. Um, I don't know if there's before, like, I'm just going to stop the recording. Um.